Hello good people, uh, thank you for tuning in, it's Curly here again, uh, yeah so this is a little catch up podcast, uh, um, I haven't podcasted in a day or so, or two, um, yeah I tend to do it towards the end of the day, and yesterday when I got back uh, I went and recorded an interview of uh, a lady that I've come across, her name is Alison Cole, a phenomenal youth anti-violence campaigner who visits schools and talks about knife crime, but she's got a unique story that is so compelling and um, so touching that you know it really has a huge impact on the audience within the room um, the audience specifically is normally like young people uh, so she visits schools people refer units youth offending teams works with police uh, it, you know with the, the, it goes into prisons so working with you know our, our society's disaffected young people so she's quite a phenomenal person um, out there look, doing work on the ground to try and make change. So yeah, I was out filming her yesterday. She's um, She was on a podcast uh, a few months back called Beyond the Blade, which was produced by Gary Young and the Guardian team. And he's got, um, Gary Young is a uh, an editor and writer for the Guardian. So yeah, yesterday was like a panel discussion about the podcast and it was an interesting reveal really about some of the struggles that she's undergoing at the moment with regards to the PCC, the Police Crimes Commission um, with, around funding, the work that she's doing, I mean I've seen firsthand on, on lots of occasions and all the feedback that I've seen has been very compelling in, in, the, te- you know, in the sense that the impact of what it has on young people uh, I've seen young people you know, break down in tears and, and, and get really really kind of um, Engaged in what she's got to say, you know, kids running out afterwards of the presentation, phoning parents, rushing to their phones, telling their parents that they love them, and because, as I say, Alison's story is very unique, and it centres on her relationship with her son, who died as a result of knife crime, uh, and he was a very known young influencer in in music, uh, in in the grime scene. He, uh, so his, her son's name is De- um, was Joshua Ribera, predominantly known as Depp's man within the grime music scene, who was, was murdered like five years ago, so five years ago. So Alison has been campaigning ever since to help raise awareness of the, the real the realities of carrying a knife. You know, if you step out the door with a knife, be prepared to say goodbye to your loved ones. You might not be coming home, whether you end up you murdered yourself or you become a murderer um, so you'd be serving a life sentence in effect and you won't be coming home for you know so yeah um, a very very fascinating discussion as I said about funding um, and you know she challenged the police crime commissioner there and then on, on the stage as well about you know properly investing and making transparent the services that are available so properly investing, what I mean is supporting the, the, the interventions that are on the ground that are already working and making it clear what agencies are being in, um, funded so that, she, so that they can all work together and signpost young people to the relevant service that's being funded. You would have thought that would have been a straightforward and obvious thing that would be happening as a coordinated approach to making a difference and saving young people's lives. 
but no that's not happening it seems so that was a fascinating thing so yesterday when I got back I was just editing um, you know some of the content that I, I got from that evening uh, from, from that and today um, has been about uh, following up with contacts and emails and uh, went to see Alison today uh, had a little chat speaking about things for the future as well and she's um, yeah it's interesting times um well, I first met her just over a year ago. So she came into a pupil referral unit that I was working on a, on a Thursday, and uh, she came in, did a talk, and I was like, "Wow!" And we had a chat afterwards, and I was kind of really shocked by the, uh, the fact that she does it all more or less by herself. You know, no support team to speak of as such. And as I say, like the the relationship. From what I understand, from what I've seen within the last year since I've known her, it's, it's been very rocky with the with the PCC. So, uh, any you know support, you know, for a woman, a lady, a grieving parent who's doing so much good to me, it's a no-brainer, man. Like so, so yeah, hoping to help her continue to do more of what she's doing in a more sustained way, because. Yeah, because at the moment I think it's shocking. I think a lot of people in the room who represent all the different services that were there yesterday find it quite shocking as well uh, of what was revealed. So yeah, interesting times, interesting times. But um, yeah, so yeah, it's like two o'clock in the morning, right half two now. I'm just type finishing off a uh, a um, oh, what's it called again? Now a case study for the, for. A, for a young person that I'm working with within a group of uh, participants who are taking part in a project on a um, youth loneliness project that I'm working on on behalf of Make Some Noise I'm co-delivering that with another colleague who represents Make Some Noise which is a music charity music based intervention charity based in Staffordshire so um, this is a uh, case study case study on young people that the person I'm working with on this project who's been on the project for over well, for about a year now. So, uh, yeah, just seeing how that, just typing up a report on how the project, from my perspective, has been has impacted him, uh, good or bad. Uh, but yeah, you know, it has been, a, it has had a positive effect on him. It's very useful in music. And when he first started, he was very uh, backwards and coming forward, shall we say, now. He was kind of like leading a phone call with, Designers uh, talking about logo designs for the band that we've we've you know kind of got together now, um, who've written some amazing poems about loneliness, and uh, which is what the theme of the project is about: um, youth loneliness, tackling the issues around that, raising awareness of the uh, of the symptoms, and hopefully some of the solutions around loneliness. So yeah, so the from the band. And he was part of, you know, the design group, come up with the logos and such. And we got in touch with the design team. We put together logos for the front cover of the CD and the anthology for the poems. T-shirts have been printed and wristbands. And then we're going to go into some primary schools locally and spread the message of what you can do if you're feeling lonely. And because it's primary schools, it's to do more to do the transition phase from year six to year seven because there's a lot of anxiety and apprehension around that for year sixes and 
the more we can do to spread the message of not worrying as much. <laughs> you know, I've seen people that are nervous of, sort of new environments, but sometimes we get, can get a little bit carried away with the stories that we hear that are not true. Um, the fear, you know, the anxiety around that, you know, can really, you know, can adversely affect your time uh, in year seven. So hearing the messages from year uh, sevens and eights at the secondary school level, I think is going to carry a lot of weight for the year sixes who will be listening to these guys talk and perform. Uh, so yeah, you know, they're cooler than us oldies. Uh, so yeah, we've got about seven more weeks left on this project for this year. Um, so that'll be interesting to see how things pan out. But yeah, so I better get back to it, get back on this case study, just had a little bit of a workout because like I say, I've been kind of at it all day really and that earlier like I mentioned, but predominantly just been sitting man. so picking up the weights, doing a few um, bits of cardio here and there. No, just thought I'd quickly just do a quick podcast, a little uh, catch up from yesterday and today and to uh, get back on it. But yeah, um, Grafting away, man. Grafting away. Listening to a little bit of Gary Vaynerchuk and that as well, talking about uh, the impending economic meltdown that you know we seem to go through periodically every decade or so. It's you know he's talking about it's overdue. So considering how I'm spending money and how I'm uh, you know trying to work my way out of you know a little bit of debt that I've got still. So I can be in a better position, man. So that what I have got means more during the court, during the time where you know the economy could be in a worse spot. So yeah, it's interesting, man. I'm trying to learn um, as I go, and um, yeah, make friends and relationships, and try and do the right thing, as it's always the right time to do the right thing. But yeah, so that's ten minutes or so podcast, quick little recap of yesterday and today. Um, by the way, the footage that I took from yesterday of the talk with the Beyond the Blade panel discussion with Alison Cope um, is available on my YouTube channel. Um, I'll put the link in actually in, in the uh, description for this podcast. Hopefully, you can you know copy paste it, or it might become a hyperlink. So you just click on it and check it out. Uh, and uh, and also put Alison's website address on there too so you can see the work that she does you can hear her story you can hear how you know how she talks how passionate she is she's been on Piers Morgan Lad Bible LBC you know these are like you know huge platforms man this is a grieving mother who's been through a hell of a lot spreading her message and doing a damn good job of it man so any support they can offer her would be amazing and check out um, the Joshua Ribera Achievement Award Ceremony that she's she launched the first of its kind which basically helps to celebrate and give esteem to young people who are excluded from school or in youth offending, who are trying their best to put their effort in. They might not get, they might not have, you know, achievements like ten, you know, nine GCSEs or whatever. But the fact that they might be turning up, they might be, you know, trying their best. They might be working hard to get some work done, working and improving on uh, their work and, and achieving on a personal level or an academic level despite the fact that it might be traumatised kids who have seen violence seen domestic abuse or been victims of these things 
um, you know, there might be young carers, uh, you know, they might be come, trying to come out of a gang situation which has been highly stressful, you know, so there's a lot of reasons as to why kids behave the way they behave. Often it's an outlet of communication behaviour because they, know, they don't know any, any other way to express themselves and, and the trauma that they're, they're undergoing. So um, yeah, so that, that's a fantastic um, event. There's video. There's a video of last year's event on Alison's website. I heard you to have a little look at that and see the value that it's brought to the young people that were involved, who have gone on since then to you know, believe in themselves and achieve more since. So yeah, again, I really do appreciate giving a little listen uh, to my podcast. I appreciate your time. As I said, any questions, please feel free to get in touch. Um, yeah, and that's me for now, Curly, and a little bit of my journey. All right, then. Well, you take care. All the best. I hope to, you know, have you listen again, or you know, if you want to chat, you know, it'd be good to speak to you. If you've got any questions, thoughts, criticisms, suggestions, please feel free to leave a comment. All right, then. Bye for now. Thanks again for listening. Take care.